You still haven't even pressed it. It's literally on. Oh, is it? Yes. I didn't know. My bad. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz, and I'm here joined by my regular co-host, Sal. And uh, today, we also have a returning guest, Peralta. Say hi. Hi. I'm back again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So soon. I think you're the fastest. Yep. Because oh, Jen came back, but I think Jen took like a month. More, a no, more than a month. Yeah, a month and a half, maybe. Yeah. Was she pregnant at the time? She was she pregnant, was pregnant the first oh. times, yeah. A... Was she pregnant the second time? I mean, with the same pregnancy, right? Yeah. <laughs> same one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She didn't have the kid and then got pregnant again. <laughs> no, she was pregnant the first time around. And not the second time. <laughs> she was the second. You weren't here. She was just further along. That's just, why I'm asking. Yeah, she was still. You was, were, had, had the baby been No, been the born baby yet? wasn't born. Not so, done born. <laughs> I think in no, early November. I don't no, know anymore. I have no idea. I don't know. She just needs to come back. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. She was still pregnant the, the, the last time. She was just a lot bigger last time. Yeah. And she had her goes. dog. She had her dog with her. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It looked like a cabal. I don't know. I know you guys don't play Destiny, but there's an enemy type that has like a fat body and a tiny, tiny head. <laughs> and that's what the dog looked like because <laughs> it was really chunky and then has a small head. Oh, my God. Oh. But it looked cool because Sky just got it, a haircut. So if you're yeah. ever in the Salinas area and you need a dog groomer, hit up my friend Sky. She does a very good job and she, yeah, is she actually does. doesn't charge that much. She under sells oh. her shit. We always have to tip her a lot more than normal. Yeah. Which is rare for me because I hate tipping. I hate the concept. I hate doing it. And most of the time I don't. I tip almost. I, I never tip. If I if it's giving me the option, I don't want to do it. I want to pay you to do your job. No one yeah. gives me tips at work. Do you want a post-it card? Or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no I one, guess I guess for me it depends on on more the you the don't scenario. tip the people at Wendy's, Chick Fil A, no McDonald's. That's fast food. They're not giving me good food and they're not particularly happy when they do it. Why would I give them extra money? Yeah, neither are the people at the restaurants. Some people pay more attention to you than they necessarily need to. Yeah, that's true. There, but there's some people that enjoy it, and they're the ones mm-hmm. that I'm like, all right, I'll give you a tip. But the people who are just, here's your food, and just like, fuck you too, bro. Yeah, I went to Shadowbrook with my wife like last. Oh, you have weekend. to tip there. <laughs> yeah, uh, not just that, but um, the 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 waiter dude was like, oh, are you guys celebrating anything? And I was like, yeah, we're celebrating our anniversary. It wasn't our wedding anniversary? It's the anniversary of the first date that we had. But, um, yeah, he was just like, oh, great. And then, like, fucking. She had l- cake. Like, like, <laughs> like, no time at all. Like, he, like, went around the corner and then basically came back around the corner with, like, here's your menus. Here's some drinks. Here's everything. Brought chocolates. Brought a whole thing. And then I was like, fuck. I haven't even ordered my food yet and I owe this man money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was, I mean, it was a nice experience. That place is cool. I, it, it looks like uh like a rainforest cafe, but for yeah, adults. For like the, for the higher end restaurants, I can understand tipping because they are they do go out of the way. But like fucking Red Lobster or <laughs> fucking Olive Garden, no fuck you, I ain't giving you shit. The only time I tip is if it's a student I've had. Yeah, Cause that then, would even be more awkward for me because <laughs> they're just like because I'm a custodian so, and I have to give more. <laughs> I feel I feel like okay, this is your job and you were my student. Yeah, and this is your job. You're like, where did you fuck up? It wasn't on me. <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there were some thoughts of that that crossed my mind, but 
I don't say anything. And I just ask, what are you doing now? And they're like, oh, I'm still in school. I'm like, that's great. Yeah. I feel like most of the time, if you see your teacher, you say that. Even if you're not in school. Like, if it's not even my teacher, they're like, what are you doing? As I'm cleaning. Like, oh, I don't know. Just hanging out <laughs> at the school. Because one of our coworkers does that. She'll come up to me. And she's like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, who's I don't want to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no. I, I guess, I guess, so that way, you know, we don't, we don't get this particular coworker in trouble. But the one I know who you're yeah, talking about, the same one. I'm, I'm cleaning the the portables, uh, and she just like opens the door and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, my, my job. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? What am I doing? She. Comes. I'm holding a vacuum cleaner. What the fuck? Yeah. Else could I be doing right now? <laughs> she caught me in the restroom mopping, and she's like. What are you doing? Oh my God. <laughs> and I look at her just dumbfounded. It's like, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> you caught me mid stroke. <laughs> There's no, like, I wasn't on my phone or anything. Yeah. Like I'd understand if I were like taking my break or something. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, okay, no, I'm, I'm genuinely doing something else, but I'm holding a vacuum cleaner right now and it's on. Yeah, it's not <laughs> You're even... talking to me over the sound of like, <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? What am I doing? Yeah. And it's not even a sarcastic. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> genuine. It's, yeah, it is oh. like, yeah. And that's what makes it worse. It's like, <laughs> goddamn child. That is so funny. Oh. Uh, you any... tell me who it is yeah. <laughs> <Later>. <laughs> anyways uh, for uh, this is a little known secret to only see you few select people know but I'm actually a One Piece fan huge Cra- One Piece fan crazy annoyingly I so. know most people think I'm a, I'm a Hunter x Hunter or a Demon Slayer fan but no I like One Piece and not even I the only time we Anytime in the group chat One Piece gets brought up, it's you guys who bring it up. I yes, never 100%. go out of my way yes. to bring up One Piece. It's always you don't have anybody to talk to about it. That's true. Yeah. I have myself to talk to. There's, there's no there's that no reason to bring weird. it up in the group chat because you're gonna be like, you guys see what happened? Yeah. In the last chapter of One Piece, and all of us are just gonna be like, no fucking read One Dude, Piece. Dude, no. Even one... though I've been reading One Piece, I will still be like, I'm, what? No. no. So loser, so your statement is wrong because i don't bring it up yeah. you guys always bring it up yeah about one piece and it is and it sucks because you're right i don't have anyone to talk to because i told cameron cameron's like i'm gonna start and then he does it peralta mm. watches the anime mm. so i can't even talk to her because i'm like oh this is crazy when this happened she's like what like yeah. i don't want to spoil shit yeah and then Brittany used to so but she doesn't now so it's always like Oh, yeah, and I'm last not week, even, I'm not even caught last up. Last week, the epi- or this week's chapters was cool, and she's like, "That's nice." <laughs> <laughs> I get the same response from my wife about stuff. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, "Oh, I read this really cool thing today," and she'll be like, "That's cool." Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> okay, well, I can't tell you because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, but um, we're we're doing finally, a One Piece episode. Yeah, finally, finally, <laughs> after it's called Nakama, right? After that whole argument. The whole argument. Yeah. That we had. Me and you. Well, no. It wasn't an argument that we had. Yeah, it was. No. Yeah. It sounds like you have a conflict. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, the reason CJ why- CJ asked us, what does Nakama mean? Uh-huh. And then I gave what I thought the definition was, which turned out to be the like the literal textbook definition for someone who types that in, because he was like- exactly what you said was word for word and i was like what the fuck 
And then you're like, that just means friend. Sal no. is overcomplicating. I didn't it. say friend. I said associate. Yeah, that's Nakama what it was. Is is commonly used to just sort of mean somebody that you are in association with. You don't actually have to like the person. Mm-hmm. I don't know Japanese, and I only and learned I Japanese from Japanese. my Japanese animes. I was like, it clearly means your best friend, because that's is what yeah. that One Piece has taught me: is Naka means your best friend. That does not. Someone that you will take a bullet for, and they would do it back. And I was telling CJ and Cruz, like, he's wrong. He's being a weeb, and he's wrong. And I was like, no. I was right. I was like, no, that's not how it goes. Let me. Okay, so actually, this whole argument that we're having right now isn't even why the name Nakama popped into my head when we were discussing. No, I know, but yeah. it, it was But just... it is incredibly similar to the reason why. Uh, the reason why it popped up as a possibility for us to name this podcast is because before there were official translations of things on streaming services that you could watch, uh, I, uh, and I'm, I'm sure Sal, like many other people, would watch anime uh, fan subs in like three or four parts on YouTube where no. it would you wouldn't? No. Because that was a, that was a common thing where like somebody would like fan sub like like I watched this is not a great admission I watched the 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 Japanese Powerpuff Girls anime I think oh it was God. called Powerpuff Girls Z uh, because it it sounded stupid and I wanted to check it out and it's stupid but it's one of those stupid things where you're like I can't stop, stop watching, watching. It. <laughs> yeah because it was like robots and like a dog and I don't know it's weird but um a lot of fan groups would sub these things. So it's just some people who knew Japanese who would upload it with English for no pay. Uh, and when they when certain groups would come across words that they felt were special or 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 couldn't be translated, and I say that with, you know, quotation marks, couldn't be translated literally, uh, they would keep it in there and they just put like a footnote at the bottom mm-hmm. where it's like, we're keeping this word because blah, blah, blah. And you'd see it a lot with like the, the Hunter x Hunter ones or the Yu-Gi-Oh dubs or most notably the One Piece dubs. Every time they would say the word Nakama, they would keep it in the English translation as Nakama because it's like, oh, this actually this is a really special word in Japanese and you can't really translate it. So we wanted to keep it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it means associate. That's the literal translation. It's associate. Uh, I found that out first through my high school Japanese teacher. And then another time I, I sort of just directly asked my college Japanese teacher, who is an actual Japanese woman from Japan. Hey, does this mean anything to you? Because all these weebs on the internet are saying it means <laughs> something crazy. And she's just like, no. She's like, it's not like a coworker because it's not work related, but it's just like somebody that you, you are around all the time. And I was like, so it's like your friend. And she's like, you don't have to like them. <laughs> She's like, it's kind of like the word neighbor, but it doesn't mean you live next to them. It just means that you're around them all the time. And so I was like, oh, okay. Hmm. So it's I an guess. associate. And she's like, yes. And she's like, I, I. well, the reason I thought, I know that wasn't the reason why, because before this, we had to think of a name before we could actually start. Yeah. And we were thinking about it. It just, for me, it was like, that's really funny because the week before we chose the name, we had that discussion. Yeah. You, me, and CJ. So it was just like, to me, it was just like, that's really funny. Cruz is saying that after we were just arguing about this. Yeah. And then because we we were trying to do something that involved either Salinas or 831. And then the producer bro was like, you don't have to do that because then you're going to feel like you're tied to this area. Yeah, it's too limited. And then that's where like, all right. And then Cruz said that. And my thought was, 
One Piece <laughs> immediately. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. And then I was like, I like that. That's One Piece related. Yeah. That's good enough for me. So after uh, over a year of us doing this, we're finally doing a One Piece episode. Yes. Yay. And they're going back to that. <laughs> and it's all because of Peralta. Yep. Literally. And because we hit the 1,000, so. No, yeah. even then. If it wasn't for you, I I would have brought it up and then that would have been Yes, I would have just been like, so that was a 1,000th episode. Anyway, moving Any, on. Anyway, yeah. this is reviews. <laughs> yeah, because Cameron came up to me and he's like, you like One Piece? I think he saw me. Oh, he saw, he heard my ringtone. Yeah. Some of my notification. That, but up, but up, but up, yeah, but up. which is the transponder. Transpon- <laughs> I can't even say it. The transponder there snails. There we go. Snails. Uh-huh. And he's like, you like One Piece? And I was like, did you say to me, you little bitch? <laughs> 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 he's like, I love that show. And then I talked to him about <laughs> And then I talked to him and I was like, you need to be on the show so I can finally have someone to talk to about it. And he's like, all right, all right. And he's flaked out twice. And that's why I'm like, never again am I going to ask you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Cameron said he liked it. And then when you got your position as vice principal, I saw your figures when I would clean your classroom before me and Curtis switched. And then I just randomly asked you. And you're like, yeah. Because everyone still, when I chips out, when they're like, Peralta watches anime? <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was funny. You brought that up to me once, uh, and then I was like, she does? And for some reason, one of your pieces of evidence was like, yeah, she has Legos. No, I said she had a figure. Was it? Yeah. I just remember you bringing up Legos and then me being like, that's a dumb answer. No. I said that she got Lego. She got, like, the bouquet thing yeah. recently because I saw it in her class, and I was like, it'd be real funny if I took it because she had it right there, and I was cleaning. It'd be real funny if I took it. If you took be like, it, I'd be so pissed. Yeah, she would have been like, God damn it, where is it? I'd be like, it was you, Ricardo. And then Ricardo's like, I don't got it. Ricardo doesn't work afternoon anymore. But he works in the morning. He gets it before you. Yeah. That's true. So he could have easily. Dude, every time I come in my office, I analyze whatever's in my room. If somebody's moved something, like someone leaves the light on, I'm like, yes, fuck, that's who left me. the light on? That's me every Why time. Why are you leaving the light on? Because there are sensors and they turn off. I know, yeah. but then like. They're only on just... for 15 minutes. And then even if they were on longer, they shut off at midnight anyway. Yeah. The the, the electric bill is still going to be high. I don't give a high. shit. I don't pay yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> electric bill is going to be high regardless. Yeah. It's a high school. So, yeah, I always turn them on because yeah. it's just like, I don't I like know, to be in the You left it back. on the other day. And I, I leave like, it on every single day. This fuck? this entire t- this entire yeah, week same. has been me. Mm. Every classroom that, that even if I go in and they've had the light off, I turn, I turn it on, on because I need to use it. And then I don't turn it off. On yeah, because it turns it off anyway. Yeah. 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 So, to me, it's just like, eh. <laughs> About the light, there's a, there's a certain teacher mm-hmm. at our school and I walk into her classroom. And she's like freaking out. She's like, maybe you can help me. And she hangs up oh the phone. Oh, my God. And I was like, what's up? And she's like. She's on the phone. <laughs> yeah. She Well, she was trying to call oh. uh, our plant foreman who wasn't there at the time or yeah. wasn't there. And she's like, I'm trying to call because my lights are broken. And I was like, what? And she's <laughs> explaining to me. She's like. Because she's, she's like, not moving. She's like, I, I, I'm, I'm emailing someone to see about putting a work order because all my lights are gone. And she's like, I can't, I can't teach like this. And I was like, she's explaining to me and I want to stop her. The lights are very dim, by the way. Yeah. And I want to <laughs> tell her, she's like, I don't know what happened. They were, they just, all of a sudden I look up and it's, they're, they're dim. And she's like, I can't teach. And I was like, do you mean this? And then I, I pushed <laughs> the slider and her mind just exploded. She's like, what the <laughs> fuck? And she's like, what? I was just like, yeah, there's the, there's these sliders right here. So you can dim it in case you're trying to watch a movie, but you don't want to turn off the lights. And she's like. <laughs> 
I did not know that. And she was blown away. She's like, one of those little stinkers probably did it on the way out. And I was like, yeah, it's crazy. I was like, <laughs> she was so embarrassed. And I was like, oh, dude, yeah, I know. It took me a while to get used to when I worked here, too. It, I had to ask myself what this was. <laughs> To make her not feel dumb. Yeah. And I was like, you're like, who the fuck doesn't know what a dimmer switch <laughs> yeah. is? And I was like, I guess it's just one of the perks of being in a new school. I don't know, dude. I bet you the I other mean, schools don't know It that. is true. Yeah. It's a flip and then the flip. <laughs> yeah. But she, she didn't know that. Uh, so this entire time, she just. Thought somebody fucked her Yeah. Life. She was like, my light's just broke. And I just, I was like, God, oh, this poor lady. <laughs> this oh, <God>. poor lady. <laughs> Imagine being her. And That's the custodian has to point out something to you. Right. She's probably felt big dumb. Yeah, it's like your teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on to the actual One Piece thing. Yes. Uh, so as she brought up, or Peralta, one of the two, uh, One Piece had its 1,000 episode. By the time you're hearing this, it's probably in 1,005, 6, whatever yeah. it is. So since Peralta is the only other One Piece fan here, we're going to break down, not break down, we're going to say our favorite parts from each saga arc however you want to say it and we're going to give you the episodes in case you want to watch it yourself we're, we're i didn't mark down the episodes for the filler so if you because i know there's some people who go to amazon yeah. and buy episodes so that's how we're going to do it starting with the east blue arc which is from episode one of course to episode 47 i thought it was a lot bigger but that's because of the some of the filler that is in it but even yeah. then it's not that big and uh, the east blue arc just a general summary, but just a, how most of the crew got together. You know, that's where Luffy picked up Zoro, Sanji, yeah. Usab, Nami. You have Zoro, whose goal is to be the best swordsman in the world, because uh-huh. there's this Dracula dude who's better than him. Mihawk. His name is Dracula. Dracula Mihawk. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Sanji wants to find the all blue, which all blue has all the fish in the world. It has where all, all the kinds oceans, of fish. Rather. It's the yeah. oceans that connect. Yes. But the, the reason why he's interested in it is because mm-hmm. of all the fish. Because he's, he's a, cook, a cook. And he wants to have the ability to cook all of the fish at the same time. No. His thing is he just wants to feed people. Or is it? Yeah. Right. But like. I mean, it gives why you variety. I, I think because he read that book when he was a kid yeah. and he saw that like, oh, there's this place where you ha- can have all the fishes available at uh-huh. some certain So it's just like, so that way I can get there and then I can stay there. And, and if and I'm like, I want tuna, it's there. But if mm-hmm. I'm like, I want salmon, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I guess. It seems very lackluster. <laughs> I mean, I as guess far it, as, uh, it motivation goes. I mean, in the beginning, that's how yeah. it's yeah. Is there. Yeah. <laughs> And then you and have... you would kind of think that it ties to the One Piece because it's supposed to be the last island of the world, which yeah. it blows my mind. It's just like, how is no one else finding it? But you end up finding out that you need a certain compass because the Grand Line, the water doesn't work like normal. Yeah, waters. and isn't it like you have to have like all of these like glyphs from like these ancient mm, civilizations? Well, now you do. Before <laughs> that, mm-hmm. they, it was just they were just, on the ocean. Yeah. yeah, they were just like <laughs> you follow the compass and you'll get there eventually mm-hmm. and now they added, they added the glyphs nami she just likes money well no her motivation is that she's she's a cartographer she wants to make the oh, map yeah. of the whole world that's true and wants money yeah i just focus more on the money but you're right <laughs> well, i mean i mean I, i'm talking about initial motivation because mm-hmm. they yeah she don't really talk about that anymore no she, now it's all about the money but when she first joined it was i want to yeah to make she's maps the navigator of the, of the crew and she's like Swedish or something. No. Yes? 
No. I don't know what she She's is. She's Northern European for sure. I don't think so. Dude, don't let me don't let me know One Piece facts that you don't know. <laughs> Dude, pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Okay. I don't think it was Swedish. Nami is from Sweden. Yes. Damn. I was right. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh, and, she's yeah. Swedish. Yes. And and just uh, for clarification, uh, Luffy is Brazilian. Zoro is uh, Japanese. Yes. And Sanji. Usopp is from Africa, which yes. is a continent and yes. not a country, and hmm. harder to pin down. And Chopper is Canadian. Canadian. Frankie's American. Frankie's American because he's half cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> and he likes Coke. I guess he's not half cyborg. He, he's. A cyborg. At, He's half, at post, post time skip, <laughs> yeah. he is full cyborg. Yeah. And That's the, what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that he's, he's, he's full cyborg. Uh-huh. The man's basically a robot. Yes. So that's who you meet in yeah. the East Blue arc. Well, you don't meet, you don't meet Frankie. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the ones we said originally before yeah. we started yeah. <laughs> talking oh, about Oh, we forgot every- Usopp. He's a sniper. Yes. I, I forget what his initial motivation is. No, well, he just wants... He wants... To be a brave warrior of the sea, but then he wants, wants to, to go. to be a captain. No. He just wants to be a brave warrior. But when he first joined the ship, he tries he, to be like the Yeah, he, he was like, I'm going to be the captain, right, guys? And, and Luffy's, Luffy's like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 You're not the main protagonist in this anime. He's <laughs> like, we're all going to get separated at one point, and this show's only going to follow me. <laughs> but uh, And then he does want to go to uh, the giant island. That's right, yes. Oh, after he got... Yeah, because he meets two giants, and they're like, you gotta go. It's that one scene from The Lord of the Rings, but instead of punching (laughs) each other, they're fishing. Actually, I think it was The Hobbit, the two giants. I've never watched The Hobbit. I'm talking about the book. I never read the book. There's there's two giant stone giants. They beat the shit out of each other. Eventually, they become the mountains because Mm. they're made out of rocks, but but they have that competition going on, and that's what I'm referencing is it's that, Mm. but instead they're fishing. They're not punching each other. They are punching each other. They are? They're yeah, they're the time Why clock. do I remember them fishing? No, at the end, that's how they help the crew get out. There's like a big uh, old okay. sea monster, and they they use their weapons one last time to punch a hole through the fish. <laughs> yes. So they can go through. And then they, they're like, I already forgot why we were fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but we do learn why they were fighting. Yes, you do. <laughs> Which that is, also, that is also a, a, a Lord of the Rings sort of callback there too with those giants. They fight for so long they don't remember why they're fighting. Well, that's how They fight just, so long they become the mountains. Well, that that's how it is and, and with a lot of things where, they're, at least with me, if I ever get mad at my girlfriend, which is rare, but if I do get mad at her, I get over it and like, 10 minutes yeah. and then I can't even remember why I'm mad while her for she's a woman and then she stays mad and then I was asking her like why are you mad and she's like I don't know but I'm mad and it's just like <laughs> okay let's go get you some food now no I always tell my wife like if she's mad at me I mean sometimes it's my fault I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be I, I can be an annoying person but I always tell her like if if you're mad at me go to bed and try again tomorrow <laughs> see, if, see if you like me tomorrow and then we'll be fine <laughs> no for me I gotta they're like, all right, what is close by food related that I can <laughs> give her? How can I bribe her? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because most of the time she just wants a certain food. Mm. Like when she was waiting for me at work, she's like, I want wings. I like, we were, so you're saying like, it's like when kids get upset uh, yes. and, and it, they're actually upset because of like they're hungry yes. or they have to poop. Yep. So you're just like, oh, poop. 100%. See if you're still mad. <laughs> 100%. She'll, there will be times where she'd be grumpy AF. 
And it's just because she's hungry. I do the same thing at work, though. I'll, I'll like, walk around for the beginning of my shift being like, these goddamn kids fucking just fucking everything up. And then I take my break and I have a snack. And then I'm like, why was I mad? I feel why like because those fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's most of you guys. What? Because for me, the teachers annoy me more than the no, kids the, do. No, the teachers, yes, more so. But. Well, I don't know. Jose seems like he likes to go to work because I like to go to work. But <laughs> that's just it. it's just more for the fact that. I get to interact with sometimes the teachers that I yeah. don't mind and then go up to the front and interact with those people. So I don't mind going to work. You know, I, I don't love going to work. I don't hate going to work. Yeah. Which is, is an upgrade from some of the places I've worked before. Mm. So, you know, I'll, I'll fucking take that. Uh-huh. But anyway, back to One Piece. <laughs> back to One Piece. My favorite part of the East Blue arc is when they pick up Usab. I like Usab a lot. My girlfriend hates Usab for the fact I that understand. he's a liar no he is he's not he he predicts the future every lie air quote lie has come true so he hasn't lied yet he's just got a superpower i'm gonna be basic as fuck uh my part my favorite part of east blue is is just the romance dawn arc uh where you get uh you know red-haired shanks getting his arm bitten off and telling Mm -hmm. luffy like you're gonna be great don't even fucking worry about this (laughs) shit kid you're you're Mm -hmm. you're on your way that i mean when i got into one piece as a kid it was through the manga and it was it was like me going through the thing being like this is this is okay this is pretty good i guess and then seeing the panel of him holding luffy and just his arm just pissing blood into the ocean and then it was like okay no i'm into this and then it it turns out stuff like that doesn't happen that frequently no (laughs) just that time uh, there's a couple of other times where some stuff happens, but not uh-huh. to the same weight, I guess. But that, that was probably my favorite part of the, the whole East Blue thing. What about you, Peralta? My favorite character is Zoro. Um, I was, I think when he got first introduced, when they said his name, I was like, wait, Zoro? Like Zoro from like 1990s Zoro? Yeah. With Antonio Banderas Zoro? No, like the TV show Zoro. Oh, oh my <laughs> oh. God. Oh my God. I was thinking, I was like. Yeah, I was thinking of like the, 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 the mask of yeah. Zoro. No, there was a TV show Zoro, just like uh-huh. there was Hercules and Xena. Like they were like yeah. a trio that I would watch as a, I don't know. I Whatever happened I to the actor that. who did Hercules? He, you're talking about Kevin Sorbo? He's in a bunch of shit all the time. He was the buff guy, right? Yeah. Yes, Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, he's, I haven't seen him. He's in still shit, in a bunch huh? of shit. Now, uh, for a while, he would do those like sci-fi shows. Yeah, he did. Because <laughs> he was in... It wasn't, it wasn't Stargate, but it was like a Stargate kind mm-hmm. of a show. But it also just... He seems like one of those people where he just genuinely has fun acting and particularly in campy things because you see him and he'll be in like some like thing that was produced for like maybe a half a million dollars which for a production is not that much money and you watch him in it and and he's just chewing the scene up as much as he can mm. just like i'm gonna do the needs- i'm gonna go for it i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> this this performance like for the budget requires like a three in enthusiasm i'm gonna give him an 11 <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna. He oversells it. Yeah, I'm gonna be the <laughs> the most difficult thing to ignore in this movie. <laughs> but uh, he seems like he likes it. Yeah, I like that guy. I haven't seen him in shit. Yeah. Well, I'm... he's he's not anything big. No. Yeah. No. But yeah, Zoro so... because of Zoro. Yeah. Um, and I think he just came as a cross, like leave me the fuck alone. And Luffy's just like, no, I want you on my crew, mm-hmm. and like does his absolute best to get him there. And like he's very like in the beginning of this arc he's just like i don't know why i'm here i just need to hitch the ride to get yep. me to my next point but as you get through like the whole series like you 
it's like, are they friends? Or are they not friends? But you know they're friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's well, that's what makes me like Zoro. I think it's up until later down the line where it's like, no, for sure they are friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some of the shit Zoro does for Luffy. Again, this East Boo, if you want to watch that, we'll only watch episode one <laughs> through 47. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you get to skip a few episodes before the Alabasta. Yeah. Not, not a few. Uh, <laughs> almost 20. Yeah, so the Albasta starts from episode 62, and you go through it until 130. And this whole saga has to do with them crossing the Grand Line, which is like where all the oceans from east, west, south, and north. Did I say them all? Yes, north is the last one. Yeah, I just couldn't remember if I already said it. (laughs) They all meet at one point and shoot upwards Mm -hmm. to get to to pass the Grand Line. And then that's from there. That's where shit actually gets real. They pass the tutorial area of the game. Now they're going Mm -hmm. through the beginner stuff and... (laughs) This is where they meet Vivi. Turns mm-hmm. out to be a princess. Chopper, one of my favorite characters. Turns and out to be a Canadian. Yeah, turns out he's hella Canadian. <laughs> and that's also where you do start to see some of Oda's style, where yeah. he leaves stuff in the past. So when it finally comes, you'll be like, oh shit, that mm-hmm. looks hella familiar. Why does yeah. that name sound familiar? This is also where I tell a lot of people to start from. Yeah. Like, fuck the beginning. There <laughs> yeah. is multiple flashbacks mm-hmm. start where they pick up chopper and then from there just go on because the beginning is kind of slow it's very slow uh, you say that like one piece has fantastic pacing outside of the beginning it, it does i know some people don't like sky island but yeah. i thought it was good oh i like sky island yeah there's I, a lot of people I, that I, consider i could go one way or the other on sky island scott a lot it, of people it had some neat stuff but like yeah, a lot of people consider that whole arc filler because it really has... I wouldn't say it's filler. It doesn't really have much to do at the time. It didn't have much to do other than like, oh, who is this Joy Boy person? Yeah. And that's when you bring up it the, does the introduce, yeah, it the it, second one. It introduces some shit. Like skipping mm-hmm. it would not be a good idea. But but yeah, for Albasta for right now, favorite part, the, the, the little backstory you get for Chopper is my favorite part out of the, the same whole thing. thing. Yeah. Because I like his interaction with the 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 Doctor Jackal. <laughs> What's his name? What's I the know, book? But the crazy dude. Yeah, Hackle yeah. and Hyde. His name is like oh, I can't even pronounce it. I can't remember. I don't, I don't even. But remember. the the Quack Doctor, there, dude. Yeah. I like that guy. Oh no, that was a time where I'm just. I think that was I was deciding whether or not I was going to continue this pursue. You're deciding on like episode seventy because, uh, yeah, because like that first <laughs> I watched everything. That's. A weakness of mine i guess but yeah. i did sit through everything and i think because that first part was like super slow and i'm like i don't know but you know you give it that second chance and so mm-hmm. i went through it and i'm just like that vv girl threw me off and i was mm-hmm. like i don't know if i like this bitch because <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's white <laughs> no I just, I just didn't like how her her like i'm mad at you but i need your help yeah. but i'm mad at you and i'm like just that kind of character that's just the woman for you though <laughs> I get yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm not even gonna start that one. Uh, but I think she made me like, is she gonna stay? Like that's what my question was like. Is she gonna stay up in this shit? Because mm-hmm. I don't know if I can stick this through. So you wouldn't like it if she joined? I didn't want her to. I, I was glad that like she, she wrote yeah. off on her little ostrich and said goodbye. My girlfriend really likes Koru, <laughs> the the bird. Okay, the bird's cool. Yeah. But yeah, she was. There were so many people that wanted. They were so <laughs> upset when Vivi didn't join. They're like, really? what the fuck? <sighs> 
What I'm she, glad she, she was supposed it. to be on the crew. I feel like it would have set a bad precedent though, because then that would just yeah. make the expectation that everybody mm-hmm. that they help in any big with. way mm-hmm. is is going to be a member of the crew. I think having having uh, an arc or at least a big part of an arc around a character and then at the end they don't join the crew is is good because that gives them the opportunity to continue doing stuff like that mm-hmm. without having to pick up a whole other character that they now yeah. have to continue to mm-hmm. write forever. And the the thing is that the reason a lot of people were thinking that she was going to join is this is also where people noticed that the trend to join the crew is tragic backstory. Yeah. Fucking someone has to die in your backstory. Yeah. And you have to have a big dream because Chopper's big dream is that he wants to be able to cure anything. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's the, he's the doctor of the crew. Yeah. And I like that about him. He's like, why are you going to take me? I'm a reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like most people are like, that is true. You are a talking reindeer. <laughs> he is a little tiny one. Too. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I, I do like the idea of them not picking her up, especially mm-hmm. because of that. I was very happy they because, didn't pick her up. Because <laughs> they had an entire arc of picking people up. And then they started the next arc by picking another person up. Uh-huh. And and that would set the expectation expectation for the audience that like, okay, yeah. well, this character's going to yeah. become there a Yeah, there was a lot of too. people that are like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then small thing. Also, this arc kind of starts to show you everyone's loyalty to Luffy. Yeah. Especially Usab, because he takes a fucking bat to the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he was like, still Usab get- really gets, I he mean, gets- up until, a, up until uh, an event that we're going to talk about coming up. He really does get a lot of shit, yeah. And he yeah. sticks around through it, yeah. And he's the most no, not the most. He he's human level, like he yeah. is me and you levels of human yeah. compared to the rest. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's not doing one, flips and shit. Yeah, because the he's only not other normal, three times his size. <laughs> the only normal other person is Nami. She's the only other normal person. Yeah. She, she doesn't do anything. Yeah, because for she has a she has a spyglass. Mm-hmm. Because for a while. It was the monster trio, which is the the three main mm-hmm. dudes, and then you have the weak trio, which is <laughs> Nami, Sanji, or Nami, Usab, and Chopper, mm-hmm. because no one's like it's Chopper. What is he gonna do? He doesn't like to fight. Yeah, which mm-hmm. makes it he's a doctor. He shouldn't be breaking bones. He should be mending them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's from episode sixty-two to one hundred and thirty. Sky Island, Skypea, however you want to say it, is from episode one hundred and forty-four. Through 195. This arc's pretty small. They go up into Sky Island. Yep, they find out that there's the angels. For this one, my favorite part is Asanji part. And it's when he fucking gets zapped by fucking Eminem. And oh my he, God. he stands there and he's like, thanks. I needed a light. Yeah. <laughs> that was the coolest with a, shit. With a cigarette. Yes. Not that as would 100% lollipop. would not have shown that way on 4Kids TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because they always turned it into a lollipop, and that yeah. wouldn't have made sense. Mm-hmm. She gets blasted and I mean, takes I, it. I really don't remember too much of Sky Island at all. I like Sky Island. I I think I liked it at the end when um when he rings the bell. Yes, and Rico mm-hmm. reads the polygraph, and you're just like, oh, I I think just because I was into like Egyptian hieroglyphics, yeah. like that piece, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. And then, like, now you see, like, now there's, like, this other piece that they need to go look for in mm-hmm. order to, to reach it. And how they brought back Roger and, like, how he went to Sky Island. And, uh-huh. like, Luffy's like, oh, I'm on this right path. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not fucking this up. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to come to Sky Island yeah. and learn all about these things. 
Yeah, we we forgot in our bastard they pick up Nico Robin. Yes, who is they do. the um uh, who doesn't even really become important up until this next. Yes, the Skype PR. Yeah, just forgot we forgot to mention yeah, that we, part. We, we forgot to mention <laughs> we, we they added hate, another you person. You guys were yes. hating on Vivian that we forgot about Nico. <laughs> I don't like her still, but yeah, but uh, Sky Island, like Cruz says, it is important because uh, you end up finding out the story of uh, I think his name was Nolan, who was super badass, well respected. He found this bell. He found these uh, treasures, Indian angels. Yeah. And he made a friendship. And when he went to go bring the conquistadors, they're like, where the fuck is the island? He's like, it was right here. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know that he got shot into the fucking sky. <laughs> so his aunt or not his ancestors, his his kids, his kids, his kids yeah. were looking for it. And that's why it is important for Luffy to ring the bell because it lets everyone down there be like, oh, shit, there really is a Sky Island. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, from episode 144 through 195. Moving on to Water 7. This is one a lot of people forget because Ennis Lobby it's is just huge. Short. Yes. Uh, Water 7 is when you first get it's from episode 100 and, or 207 through 219. Cruise that is short. This is where you first get introduced to Frankie. Mm-hmm. Who at first the is half robot, who is an antagonist at first because yes. he beats the shit out of Usopp. Yep. And then you also have the part where Usopp decides, I don't want to be part of this crew. If you're gonna, he, you're gonna leave. Yes. Now when the ship is like all fucked. Mm. Yes. Yes. This is this is that part <laughs> where Usopp goes. You know what? I've had it with this shit. I'm getting beat up too much for nothing. I'm going to leave. And then like two weeks later, it's like, I'm going to join again as a different person. And then and then later on, is like, actually, guys, I'd like to be back formally as Usopp. This is, is this the transition between the Going Merry and the Thousand yes. Sunny? Because Frankie comes, Frankie steals all of their gold. Yeah, he, that they got from Sky Island. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he sells it. And then he kind of fucks off, and you're like, where did he go? And then he comes back, and he's like, actually, guys, I bought a bunch of supplies. We have a new boat. Yeah, so. Here you go. <laughs> and so it's like, why'd you steal the money to do probably what they were going to do anyway, which is they need a new boat? Well, he bought the remnant of tree bark yeah. from the, the the place where Nico Robin's from because they're trees. Were like man, they were like ironwood, like the yes. best wood that because he, he was gonna make his own ship. He was gonna yeah. make one for them, but yeah. he was gonna make his own ship because Frankie's dream, you end up finding out in Ennis Lobby, is to make the ship that can sell the world because yeah. his his mentor built Roger's ship. And yeah, he wants to be like, hey, I'm gonna do the same like you, dude. But yeah, this one it's kind of hard to say a favorite part because it's definitely the saddest part for me is the Luffy and Usopp fighting. Yeah. Because you kind of do, sh- it kind of shows Usopp you. is straight up like he, he wants to square up, and he gets he do he puts up a decent fight, but he gets his shit kicked in. Of though. course, he knew. That. I mean, obviously, yeah, he knew yeah. he's going up against but somebody who is a, a superhero. <laughs> yeah, he he put Robert up a Man. better fight than most people would have thought. He's like the Krillin of the group. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Krillin was useful in Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that part saddened me and one of the reasons why they had to replace the ship was because it was like the central bow of the ship yeah. was fucked up it got so, fucked so up they they couldn't repair Peter. it they mm-hmm. had to just mm-hmm. get a new boat and it wasn't usa being like i'm tired of getting my shit kicked in is he feels yeah like hey if you're gonna replace the ship so easy then why keep me around because yeah. i'm not that useful either yeah which is not <laughs> he, well he is he, he is he is <laughs> He's just not. But he knows, like, in the ranking yeah. of things. <laughs> in power, 
No, homeboy no. is no. down. <laughs> no. The weakest member because Nami hits Luffy so hard he somehow gets bumps mm-hmm. and I know it's supposed to be comedic but it's just like how she's punches <laughs> punches aren't supposed to hurt Luffy. Yeah. But um maybe it's yeah. because he's, she's actually hurting his feeling. <laughs> maybe <laughs> or it's one of those things where like if a person slaps you you're like okay whatever or punches you it's like whatever but if like your parent does it's like my heart. Yeah. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> There's an aching there. Yeah. I don't know if you get that to me. It, that's not the best part, but it's like the part that it's affected an important me. Part. Yeah. That affected me the most. Because if I would say the best part is when the crew goes to avenge Usopp and they just leave him on the ground. They <laughs> <laughs> just leave the poor guy and he's crying. He's like, they took the gold and I try to get it back by myself because mm-hmm. I fucked up. Mm-hmm. That part was cool. So I guess that would be. Yeah, the best part, but I still think overall the fight is the most important part. I would think the fight. Seven. I mean, again, it is. It's super short. It's like twelve episodes, mm-hmm. so there's there's not a whole lot of room for. Yeah, this is just big, a precursor to in this lobby. Since it's so short, the, the recap is they need a new ship, and Nico Robin goes missing, and they're trying to figure out. I fucking out. forgot God. that she goes missing. She, She's like to... the quiet character, but mm-hmm. it's like that character that you need. Yeah. <laughs> right now, they just she asked to join in in Albasta, and mm-hmm. she just kind of been hanging around. She she had her secrets and because she knew. she didn't <laughs> she didn't refer to anyone by name. She would yeah. she would see them and be like navigator. Swordsman, cook, doctor. Another recap of who's yeah. on the ship. <laughs> yeah. So they go. Mi- she goes missing, and then they just need a new boat. So mm-hmm. that's what happens in Water Seven. And then yes, I remember. I'm part. starting to remember why it's important that she was missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's when I actually paid attention to Usopp because I was like, oh dang. Yeah. And I knew why he loved that boat because, like, the reason why they have that boat is because of mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And so there's that sense of it's it. his and, major and, contribution. And then the boat has a character all of a sudden because yes. you see that, like, all of a sudden can mm-hmm. can ride those waves like no other, mm-hmm. even though it's all fucked. So that was kind of, again, another important scene to remember because I think that solidifies, like, that they're a team. Because you just wonder, like, okay, Usopp's, like, dead weight. Mm -hmm. Why is he, like, why are you there other than you gave Luffy a ship to ride through? But for me, I feel like Usopp is also Luffy's act. They're all his friends, but he's the one that he'll goof around with the most. Mm -hmm. He's his best friend. Yeah. They go fishing together and... All that cute because stuff. <laughs> before the time skip, they would do Usopp would mimic the other characters, yeah. and he would do a pretty good job. And they would always make uh, Luffy and Chopper laugh. They're yeah. Yeah. them three are definitely the most immature out of all of them. Yeah. But it makes sense for Chopper because he's the youngest. Yeah. yeah. Because before the time skip, Luffy is, I think, seventeen. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Zoro was nineteen. I think Sanji's also seventeen. Everyone is young. Yeah, but but Sanji and Zoro both act like they're older. You know, like I'm an adult. I don't have time for blah blah. Mm-hmm. But like they do their own thing. So, so yeah, uh, Luffy does sort of naturally just partner up with with Usopp, and then Chopper comes along, and mm-hmm. then it like comes them three. Yeah, yes, they're the goofy. And the bunch. other three are just babysitting them. Mm-hmm. Yes, Basically, especially yes. Nami. Nami's yeah. definitely. <laughs> She's like the mother of all. Yes. So th- that's what happens in Water 7. And then in this lobby uh, is from episode 264 through 325. And a lot of shit goes down in this one. This So they're on their way to rescue Robin. Yeah. And you end up finding out her backstory, which mm-hmm. is she comes from 
a group of people who were studying the world because in one piece there's a there's a i think it's a hundred year period yeah where no one knows what the fuck was going down and that's when nico Rome wants to find out he's like i want to know everything so i need to know what happens in this time period mm-hmm. and the world government must have done some shady shit <laughs> where they silence anyone who Damn even yeah <laughs> If they even try to whisper it, dead. Mm-hmm. So they just wiped out her whole fucking town. And Nikaram's the only like last member of that group. And she's the one of the few people that can actually read the Poneglyphs. Yeah. Like regularly. She can read it. She doesn't have to like translate. She just reads it like how we read re- words. That's why she leaves is because the CP0, CP7 or CP, whatever CP it is. <laughs> yeah. Tells her, if you come with us, we won't kill the crew. And she's like, all right, I like these guys enough that I don't want to kill them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because her entire life has been people Strategy. just abusing her and trying to use her in some way, screwing her over. Yeah. So that's why they go to save her. Is this the one where uh, Luffy just like punches somebody in, a, in the face to start to fight? No. So this one, they, they meet up with Frankie. Yeah. And Frankie's like, hey... I'll join you guys to go to save them because fuck these guys. Yeah. They took away my my mentor, so I know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also try to blame him for the assassination of Iceberg. Yes. Because Iceberg, the mayor dude. Yeah, the guy that looks like uh, George Clooney. Yeah. He has <laughs> the, the blueprints of this forbidden weapon that can nuke the fucking world. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. It's either that or he has the blueprints to make the ship that... Yeah, I think it's the ship that can fuck up the world. And the government want that. So that's why they also take Frankie with them. Because it's like, all right, well, you're going to have to give it to us someday. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they go to to save Nico Robin and Luffy. That's where the scene where they're all lined up. And he asks her, say you want to join the crew. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't because I've always been backstabbed and I don't want to, I don't want to give hope one more time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fucking say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you want to. And that's when Usopp, that's when he tells Soga King, yeah. <laughs> which I love that part. That whole fucking song just made me laugh so hard. And he tells uh, Soga King, shoot down the world flag because that's- That's the... what it was he, he, to burn it. He burns yeah. it. it's an act of war. That's yeah. what I was yeah. trying to remember. Yes. Because- Nico Robin's like, you can't have me on your team. You can't have me on the crew because the world will chase you down. So yeah. mm-hmm. Luffy is like, all right, well, I'll make it official. Yeah, like, let's fucking start this it's, then. It's <laughs> us against the world, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, and that's... He, rather than going and starting the fight and then having them chase him, he's just like, fuck it. Let's declare let's war. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll formally declare war against mm-hmm. them. So that's what happens. Uh, my favorite part is the chopper fight. Yeah. Because you end up finding out that Chopper can transform. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Into a giant. And, he, and that's what... he has to use rumble balls. So Chopper can fight, but he needs to take this medicine that yep. lets him alter his his body. And you don't know this at the time, but he's like, if I take more than three, then I turn into a big ass kaiju monster, mm-hmm. but I lose all control. And I really like that scene where he's getting his shit kicked out. Yeah. By this hair guy, mm-hmm. who's beating the shit out of him with his hair, <laughs> and he's like, "I got, I got to help the crew. They're counting on me." So he he eats the third ball, and then he transforms. Fucking hulks out. Yeah, and the the reason I like it is he's like, "I don't care if I turn into a monster, but I'll turn into a monster for my friends." Mm-hmm. And that's the part that I liked. And then he, he just one shots the hair guy, and then Frankie beats a bro. He's not even part of the crew. He's like, 
I gotta, I gotta save this guy. I think he's a zone type, which is funny because zone is people eat it and they transform into an animal. So Chopper happened to eat the human human fruit. Yeah. So that's why he can talk and walk. So he's like, I'm gonna push him in the water because that should counteract his thing. <laughs> and sure enough, it does. Mm-hmm. That is pretty fucking cool. But my favorite part was Nico Robin. I think that's when like she bumped up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah definitely because mm-hmm. i was like like i felt bad for the chick as a yeah. child like yeah. her whole freaking island is annihilated and i was she like what the fuck is happening but she gets saved by um alkiji yes guy and it's like like it's that that little glimmer of hope that you're like i'm gonna save this child because this is a child mm-hmm. but then like she gets like narked with like a bounty of like Ella for yeah, like a she, seven, she, eight yeah. year old. She had a high bounty for the longest time. Yeah. But yeah, she was, that's when I was like, okay, I like her story. I like why she's there. I can see why they're saving her. And I like how Luffy's like pledging this allegiance of like, are you in this or are you not? Like, God damn it. Like make the decision. And then you just see her busting out crying for someone who was like super straight face mm-hmm. for like how many episodes. And then you actually see the emotion and like, okay, like that's a real like yeah. OG friend. Right there. And then and then it does it does kind of contextualize her sort of being in the background and not really contributing that much the first few times. Like you're aware she's there, but she's not really there. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of you get that backstory and you're like, okay, that's why she does that. Yeah. And this is also the introduction to Gears for Luffy. Yeah, that's where he goes. He gets Gear, Gear second two. and Gear, second, Gear third. Which Gear second, Gear second is just blood pumping. Yeah, he <laughs> he uses his devil fruit powers to make his, his heart beat faster. And no, it, if he just he just pumps his blood double fast. That's making his heart beat faster. Yeah. But it's not it's not he's active his 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 whole body is rubber already, so yeah. his heart's already rubber. Uh, that's why his because he sees that the cp whatever i can't remember which cp7 i think it's we no i think it's nine i think cp9 maybe they they have techniques that can fight against devil users because before this you would think like oh a logia type can only be weak to its uh counterpart because you meet ace his brother in albasta who's fire it was like pokemon rules yeah that's what at first (laughs) everyone thought was like all right he's he's fire so i gotta use uh smoke to counter or water yeah and then in water seven when they try to kill the george clooney guy they fight luffy and he's like how are your how how are you hurting me dude Mm -hmm. and they're like oh we have these techniques and they like we were kicking the air so hard, so it looks like we're flying, but we're actually kicking really, really fast and really hard. And then Luffy sees that and he's like, hey, you know, what? I'm gonna try, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mimic that. You gave me an idea. And then yeah, gear second, he moves faster, he hits harder because he's he's blood doping. Mm-hmm. And then there's gear third, where he inflates himself. <laughs> he inflates his bones. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then yeah, he then he has the drawbacks of. He gets really small when he uses his gear third. Mm-hmm. So he gets a lot of power, but then he has, I think it was like a minute or something that he has to be small, mm-hmm. which I always thought was really funny that his clothes would shrink with him. Yeah. His hat, his, his hat and his sandals are the real MVPs out of all of this. Cause because <laughs> yeah, those are physical <laughs> objects. <laughs> that How he... do yeah They, they morph with him. And, but the only damage that hat has ever received that has stayed there is Buggy's knives. When it goes mm-hmm. through the hat early on, mm-hmm. like you see it's like there's some still wear and tear there because Nami fixes it up for him. But the, the chanclas and the hat just, yeah, 
they don't they never let him down then yeah, you have the big fight with rob lucci this is all in this lobby is where a lot of people was like you know what one piece isn't trash yeah it's actually pretty good guys i swear it only took 264 episodes but <laughs> that's nothing there. yeah got there. yeah yeah so this is in this lobby out the, the, the saddest part this part that would literally make me cry is when the going married dies that shit hit me so fucking hard really yes i have no clue why it just made me so fucking sad and then when the ship starts talking <laughs> it just like god damn it you stupid <laughs> bitch why are you doing this to the me? ship is a girl <laughs> I, I don't well she most ships are yeah, most ships are yeah. girls. Yeah, but I think that's because the French are weird. No, every like literally everybody names ships girls. In fact, the U.S. <laughs> is one of the only countries that yeah. has any military warships that are named after dudes. Hmm. I don't know. I thought it was just the French being weird. And even then, <laughs> the when we name a boat a dude's name, it's in remembrance of an actual dude who lived. Hmm. When we come up with a name for a boat, it's usually a girl. Oh, but yeah, heck is sad. Always brought a tear to my eyes. Moving on from that, we have Thriller Bark. This is another arc that a lot of people felt iffy about. It's also another very short one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I liked it. This is from episode 336 to 381. Just like Peralta said, this is where you actually start to see Nico Robin open up a lot Mm -hmm. more. Because then you start to see her sense of humor, which always makes me laugh. Because she always has this very dread sense of humor. Yeah. But then she also likes the cute shit that Mm -hmm. just counters. It's like, what the fuck? How can you say something so evil? And then like this fucking cute puppy. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Thriller Bark also, it just it's another warlord. There, there's yeah. these warlord dudes. They're like at first they were like, oh shit, these these are the the top guys. But now they're kind of just like mini bosses in yeah, the world, pretty much. Mm-hmm. The thing that happens in this one is they meet Brooke, who is the he's he's a Skelly bro, <laughs> and he's definitely the my favorite part of the arc for the fact that all the way back in the Abasta arc in Whiskey Peak. No, Reverse Mountain, in the 60 area, mm-hmm. you meet this old guy and a whale named Laboon. And they almost, That's the Moby Dick thing. And he almost they almost crash into it, but Luffy mm-hmm. pulls them out. And Brooke tells them a story about how him and his rumble pirates used to go around pillaging, having a good old time playing music. And one day they just ran across a fucking well and the well just followed them. And Brooke would always play the violin to this well and the well would just hang out with them. And he told them when they got to reverse him on the like, hey, Laboon, it's going to be dangerous. Wait right here. We'll come back for you. Yep. Brooke and his crew dies, but he ate the, the yummy yummy fruit, mm-hmm. which brought him back to life. But he took him so long to find him, his body, that he's a skelly bro. <laughs> and that's what made me like the character is. This bitch ass well that the dude was like, oh yeah, his crew, we think he died. I don't know. It just yeah. waits here for him. I don't think he's ever going to come back. It's been over fucking hell of years, 70 years, 80 years. Fucking hello draw a fucking call back from arcs <laughs> ago, years uh-huh. ago. And it's finally paying off. And I like that. And my girlfriend also really likes Brooke because he says, yo ho ho. Like a real pirate <laughs> that, we, that we know here in America. <laughs> 
only thing I liked about that part is that Laboon comes back because you totally for. <laughs> I think this is when I yeah. started to notice like, oh, hey, we're going back back. Yeah. And that now that like we're deep into it, sort of, I'm happy to see if Brooke's going to see Laboon. Like, yeah, that, well, that that's his goal. Yeah. Yeah, we already said Frankie's. He wants to make the, the <laughs> yeah. best ship. And this is also where they chart. They, they're driving the new ship, the yes. Thousand Sunny. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Brooke's goal is just to meet his friend again. I mean, if if I had something to pick out about this particular arc that I liked, it's mostly just the um, uh, sort of comparisons to Herman Melville's classic Moby Dick that you can make from the Well, you would have made that in in Reverse Mountain. I mean, this one more so, though. I never read. I tried listening to Talking about from like a a literary theme perspective, not just the presence of a whale. Yeah. It was so boring. That friendship that's built. I didn't didn't know there was a friendship. I tried it. (laughs) it It's it's sort of of an inverse of of Moby Dick. Moby Dick's thing is like, I'm going to spend all of my days trying to hunt this thing down because of all the terrible Mm -hmm. things it's put me through, even though I've put them through myself by trying to. This is sort of the inverse of it. of like, I'm going to hunt this thing down because it's my friend. Yeah. Uh, another part of, since you guys don't have much to say, another part of this is you fight uh, Mori and the zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first time Luffy interacts with the zombie, it's, it was, to me, the funniest shit because <laughs> everyone's like, a zombie. And Luffy's like, where? And he's like, <laughs> right in front of you. And he's like, no, that's just a, that's just an old guy who's hurt. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's a zombie, bro. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> And then the the dude comes up and he's missing an eye. He's like, "See, it's just a, it's just an old guy." And then there's another one where it's an actual zombie that he sees come out of the ground, and Luffy's like, just pushes it back and like, yeah. "We're just gonna ignore this." <laughs> that part made me laugh. Uh, Moria brings up uh, this is where he talks to another, Luffy, fights another warlord, and he's like, "Why? Where are you going? Why do you want to be king of the pirates?" He's like, "I don't know, but I, I need to fight the four emperors apparently." And he's like. You don't want to fuck with Kaido. Yeah. And he, was it Kaido or I think yeah, it I, I think it has to be Kaido. I don't remember. But Moria is afraid of someone from that's one of the four emperors, or maybe it might be Doflamingo. I can't recall. But he starts to put in like, hey, these four emperors are you, you don't want to fuck with these guys. Yeah. And that that's really about it. The other funny part is when Frankie tries this is also a super like Oda thing. He Frankie convinces everyone, hey, you know, be real cool, guys, if we all got together and pretended to be a mech. So you have, like, Chopper on his head. You had <laughs> Sanji and um, Zoro holding up Frankie by his feet. Usopp was one hand, and Nico Rowan was supposed to be the other hand. And they're like, Nico, come on, we need you. And she's like, no, that's ridiculous. I'm not doing this. And they're like, come on, bro, it'd be hella funny. It'd be hella cool if we all team up and work together to fight. She's like, I'm never doing that. <laughs> and it's funny because later on, Frankie makes up a, a robot that can do yep. that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So again, that's from episode 336 to 381. And then after Thriller Bark, we have the Summit War, which is from episode 385 to 452. It's a lot of shit that happens. And then it picks back up. There's some filler with 457 to 516 there's so much shit that goes on in this one yeah so you go to sabote archipelago where they end up meeting the the right hand man of roger silver hand silver haired rayleigh and he tells you oh yeah you guys are going on the right path if you if you keep going this way you'll eventually find the one piece and usab 
almost asks. asks. He's, he's he like, asks. where is it? And yeah. then you have Luffy be like, no, do that not would, fucking that tell That would me. ruin the adventure. Yeah, and he's that like, end the anime. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I don't want to go. He's like, if you say it, I don't want to do this no more. He's like, we're, we're, we're going to get there ourselves one way or another. And this is also where you have the, the, the heartbreak scene of the crew getting separated. Yeah, they all get launched by uh, Kuma. Mm-hmm. The he ate the bear bear fruit, yep. which gives him bear paws for whatever reason. Repel shit. <laughs> yes. At the time, it makes it look like he just zapped him from existence because he just hits them so they move so fast you guys can't see it. And um, you get kind of hints that he did this for a reason. Mm-hmm. He he tells them like you guys were not ready for what's ahead of you guys. And this mm-hmm. is also where you meet celestial dragons, yes. people who run the world government, who have see, slaves. Yeah. Who see everyone as slaves. Mm-hmm. And it just sucks. The whole scene with the crew getting separated is really shitty because you're seeing this from Luffy's point of view, yep. having all your friends getting taken away from you and you can't do anything to stop this monster. It's just like hell is shitty because it's like, God damn it, mm-hmm. I'm not strong enough. And then from there, you go to Amazon Lily where he meets another warlord, Boa Hancock, who fucking hates men. Because you end up finding out she was a slave. Yeah, she was a slave to those dudes. Uh, the she celestial tries, dragons. She tries to seduce Luffy, but he's so fucking. He is your oblivious. He's your main protagonist mm. who does not get sex, and <laughs> and that just pisses her off more. And and it seems like oh that's it almost seems like that's the thing that makes her decide like I'm gonna fight this dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's because her usual powers of seduction mm-hmm. no no effect yes her powers is if you find her slightly attractive she hits you with her beam attack you just turn into stone and yeah her her powers don't work on luffy and then that's also why she falls madly in love with him because she's like you don't just see me as a sex object you see me as a woman <laughs> <laughs> favorite part is when he Luffy punches the shit out of the celestial dragon. I think that's everyone's favorite part. That's what I was referring part. to. Uh, that's what I was remembering was when he's like, "All right, I'm gonna start a fight," because he's explicitly told you can't do anything against them. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's it's like against the law, you will get murdered. And he's just like, "Fuck it!" And then he punches the dude in the face. <laughs> really fucking. Hard. He punches yeah. him so hard he punches the color off the mm-hmm. off the scene. <laughs> And and he he starts the whole conflict right there in sort of the classic way that he, he tends to. Mm-hmm. And this is also reintroduced to the new supernovas, the the core, the new generation of pirates, which is Luffy, Zoro, mm-hmm. Law, Kid, Killer, Hawkins, X Drake, Jewelry, Bonnie, Alpone. Oh memory is so good. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> I don't remember half of people's names. Apu, Alpone, yeah. and then um. I always forget the angel guy's name, but those are those are like the, yep. new, the new generation, era. yeah. And you you kind of see a glimpse of who everyone is because they're for whatever reason they just all happen to get to the Acapelico at the same fucking time. And, and so does the government. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they send over. A, this is the second admiral that you meet because the first one was Nico Robin with Alkiji, who has yep. ice powers, who easily destroys. Luffy, Sanji, and Zoro back in Water 7 before mm-hmm. they get to the actual town. And then the one that they send out is Kuzaru, who has the power of light. I don't know if it's light light or if like he just... beam? Yeah, because he, <laughs> he kind of shoots lasers. He shoots lasers. Mm-hmm. And not only do the straw hats get separated, but 
the the supernovas who were getting hyped up like oh yeah these guys these guys fuck just get destroyed so easy yep. by the admiral guy i know this is the island that has bubbles yes and the <laughs> returning character of hachi <laughs> yeah, who used to work with our long nami well she he would kind of torture her, but not really he wasn't as evil as the other yeah. fishmen and then like this it. is also where you find out that fishmen are somehow lower than slaves yeah. in the One Piece world. Personally, my, my favorite part of this whole arc is just any time uh, Bo Hancock is there. <laughs> just just any time. Oh. So after <laughs> after that, you, we, we have impelled down because uh, you end up finding out in Amazon Lily that Ace got captured by dun, Blackbeard. Dun, dun. And if you paid attention back in when they meet Chopper, the reason that Chopper and the uh, Doctorina are in the castles because Warple, Wopel got scared off because Blackbeard came to to the island, to Jum Jum Island, and this is also where they bring him. Like Ace yeah. was captured by Blackbeard, who you met on their way to Skypea. Blackbeard tells Luffy, "No, pirates having dreams is the right way. It should be not this uh-huh. new age where it's all about power." Mm-hmm. So it's even more of a stab to Luffy. It's like not only did my brother get captured, but I met the guy who caught him. And then um, he goes to jail to try to rescue his brother with the help of Boa Hancock. And then you get one of my favorite characters returning into the series, fucking Bon Clay. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that guy. <laughs> I wish he would have joined. He had everything <laughs> of the crew. He was, the, he he did pull. He pulled the new sob because they end up fighting the warden of Impaled Down, which is Magellan, mm-hmm. and he has the venom, venom fruit, mm-hmm. one of the fucking deadliest shit. He he kind of leaves Luffy by himself and be like, I ain't gonna fight this guy later, nerd. But as he's running away, he's like, God damn it, I can't do that to my friend. Mm-hmm. So he goes back, but it's very too late. But he still sticks around with Luffy to try to help him out throughout the whole thing. So he's still the real one. Yeah. So yeah, that's what Impel Down yeah. is. Just Luffy trying to get cat or try to save his brother, and then you get introduced to Jinpei. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then Blackbeard comes, fucks up Ice. everyone else. He he busts out a lot of people. He's, he's assembling his own crew, mm-hmm. and then that leads to Marine Ford, where it's just the Whitebeard pirates fighting all of the Marines to try to get back Ace. Yeah. Because Whitebeard is the realest of the real. Because if you join his crew, he considers you a son or daughter, and he. Every you're part of the family. Yep. And everyone will go out of the way to save a family member. So you have all the white beard pirates. Then you have all of the people that escape impel down with Luffy to go try to save Ace because Luffy broke them out and they're like, Yeah, Buggy, you're you're the strongest <laughs> guy of them all. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, Buggy just keeps getting lucky and he's like, All right, I'll join you, Straw Hat, because this is also where you get the returning character of Mr. Three. Mm-hmm. and crocodile and mr one and all of them go to help luffy mm-hmm. because luffy's kicked all of their asses and for whatever reason they have respect for him because now they're like ah shit if i get out of line he's gonna beat my ass again <laughs> and there's just so much shit that happens in marine ford you get introduced to one of the emperors of the sea being Whitebeard, and you can see his strength because he goes toe-to-toe with the admirals but mm-hmm. then you also see his second in command being Marco, who also fucks shits up. And mm-hmm. he can fight almost toe to toe with the Admiral. So it, it really shows you how much weaker Luffy is and yeah. how much stronger he needs to get just to be able to keep up with these guys. Mm-hmm. So it really puts that into check where it's just like, oh, yeah, you guys weren't ready for past the archipelago. Mm-hmm. I think this is a part where you start to see. 
it's usually like pirates like pirates are bad and then there's mm-hmm. good people and then like if you're not following along or you're not watching or reading it it's like who the fuck are we fighting like mm-hmm. that was like my question like is the government bad is the warlords bad like is it the four emperor like who the fuck is like are you supposed to be mad at but like the whole purpose of this whole part is like ace yeah is like i don't give a shit who's in my way i have to go get my brother yeah and i think like you get that warming piece but you but you totally forget like who's the enemy because you see pirates fighting the government you see the government fighting pirates you see warlords backstabbing you know their higher ups like it's so confusing as hell until like you see it all go down yeah and this is also where you get ace's backstory and you find out that he is not luffy's biological brother (laughs) He's actually a Goldie Rogers' son. I guess you have to put spoilers before. (laughs) I feel like at this point they know. Yeah, you end up finding out that yeah, Ace is uh, Rogers' son. Mm -hmm. And the reason that Luffy thinks he's his brother is Roger has the the biggest balls. Mm -hmm. Because Garp, uh, Luffy's grandpa, was hunting him down the entire time. And he's like, he considers Garp his, his rival. Mm-hmm. So before he he turned himself in to get executed, he's like, "Garp, have a have a son coming as a man. You were gonna take care of him for me, right?" <laughs> and Garp's like, "What the fuck, bro? I, <laughs> I was chasing you down for years. What what makes you think that I will do this for you?" And Roger looks and he's like, "Cause I know you. You you're gonna take care of my son. He he's gonna be here because after they capture Roger, they they know that." He slept with someone, so they want to cut out his lineage. So Ace's mom holds in the pregnancy. <laughs> if this doesn't tell you it's an anime, this right here <laughs> will tell you it's an anime. She held him for, what was it, like 18 months? Yeah. When he finally, he because they are like, all right, if he had sex at this time, we got to brand up any woman that were pregnant and murder them. They didn't want no one else. So she was up there for, I want to say it was 18 months. And Garp would go and drop her off. And he's like, Just God damn it, in. Roger. God damn it, Roger. <laughs> you piece of shit. Why did you do this to me? So that's the reason why Luffy thinks that yeah. Ace is his brother. I like that moment, though. I mean, like, it is, it is, obviously, it's all stupid. But uh, that kind of points to the kind of relationship, the difference in the kind of relationship both of those guys saw each other as, right? Because you have... You have Garb who's going after Roger, who's just like, this goddamn son of a bitch, I'm going to take him down. But then you have Roger the entire time, who's just like, understanding this guy's his opponent, but also it, it very much seems like he also has this understanding that like, but he's also my equal. We're mm-hmm. also, you know, I'm not any better than this guy. And this is this is not a, a personal vendetta kind of thing. It's a professional thing. Mm-hmm. So when he finally does catch up to him and he's like, oh, I have, I have this kid. He knows, like, I can trust him. He's a perfectly fine guy <laughs> you know he's not he's not gonna dick me out he doesn't yeah. have a personal vendetta against me i don't have a personal vendetta against him we're both professionals uh and he's he's a nice guy take care of my kid or my kid's gonna die and i know that that's enough of a reason for you yeah. to say fuck i gotta take care of this kid <laughs> yes so that's when you end up finding out about ace and uh like fucking Pearl to mention spoiler alert he fucking dies hardcore which caught oh so many people off guard because the entire fight, In Luffy like is struggling <laughs> to get to Ace, and he finally does. And it's like, yes, they're they're finally together. The the brothers are back. They're gonna make it out because Whitebeard's like, all right, my time has come. I need a. I'm dying anyway, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. leave an opening for everyone to get the fuck out because I'm strong enough. Because he has the Quake Quake fruit, 
which makes fucking earthquakes. Mm-hmm. He was able to hold off the admirals long enough for Luffy and Ace and everyone to get the fuck out. <laughs> but then Akainu was like, your mom was a slut and your dad was a dog. And he says, would you say you little bitch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's like, you heard me. And then he goes for Luffy because he's like, I can at least take out one of these guys. And then Ace being the older brother was like, nah, bro. Takes the punch right through the chest. I don't know how he he dies. He's fire. I know magma's fire or mm-hmm. hotter than fire, but it's just like just make a hole around your chest, bro. Mm-hmm. But he he gets punched and then heck dead. <laughs> they have a nice little funeral for him. They do in Japan. Mm-hmm. I think it's Universal. Yeah, him and Whitebeard. Because again, spoilers: Whitebeard dies. Yeah. You, you, you literally said that already. Yeah. You literally said, oh, well, well, he, he was, was dying. He's about dying. to he's die. Dying. So. <laughs> so, yeah, Ace, you know, thanks, Luffy. Like For coming. No, he's like, <laughs> thanks for always loving me. Because as a, as a child, he was always told like, oh, he's, son, he's Roger's son. He's a piece of shit. His dad's mm-hmm. a piece of shit. Anything he makes will be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So that's why Ace was just like, fuck everything. Until he meets Whitebeard and Whitebeard's like, join my crew. And he's like, no. And then he fights them and then... Instead of fighting back, Whitebeard just hugs him and he's like, "That's okay. You, you're, you're my son now. I will take you in under my wing." Mm-hmm. And that's just what that's all Ace wanted was to be loved. Mm-hmm. How most of us probably feel, it's just like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about most people because I have someone that loves me. Yeah, same. I don't know about you, losers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, insult well, the dang. audience. <laughs> dang, blooded. Uh, and then uh, after the impel or after Marine Ford, you have the time skip. You mm-hmm. know, Luffy tells uh, through message everyone we'll meet back in two years. Train up. Yeah, that was the uh, 3D2 3D2, Y. 3D2, yeah, 3D2 mm-hmm. Y. It's 3D, but the 3D is crossed out because mm-hmm. they were supposed to be back in three days, three. but then like no, no, we have to meet up in two years. In two years, and you know, everyone has a little training montage uh, <laughs> of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets stronger. And again, this whole Summit War, if you were going to watch anything of One Piece and you want action and story. Yeah, this one. This is the arc I would highly recommend. And it's from 385 to 452. There's some filler there. And then it's from 557 through or 457 through 516. And now we're near the end. This is the (laughs) post time skip. Yeah. Yeah. And we have Fishman Island. We're catching up to where we are in... Well, I think before we go that, I think we forgot about Jim B and like his well, role. Yeah. Well, he comes in to impel down. He he, he meets Ace and he talks to him. And he's like, I have a, I have a brother. Mm-hmm. He might come. And if he does, take care of him for me. He mm-hmm. he pulls the same shit Roger did. <laughs> and Jim B is like, God damn, you piece of shit. <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah, I know. He's so mad at him. And then... um. He he meets Luffy and Luffy shows him the kind of character he is. And he's like, okay, well, that's probably now I can see why Ace liked him so much and yep. why he cares for him. And Jinpei does right off the bat show you his uh, his loyalty to Luffy because after Aikainu just punches a hole through Ace, mm-hmm. he goes for Luffy because the shock of his brother dying in his arms just shut him down that Luffy's still a child like you yeah. forget that part <laughs> not just that he went through all of impaled down he had the the steroids almost steroids. died multiple times yeah the steroids mm-hmm. that um Ivankov gives him and Ivankov tells him if I give you this you're gonna feel fine but you, you're cutting your lifespan in half mm-hmm. he gets a shot twice and I can't even go to fucking 
also do the same to him, just punch a hole through him, but Jinpei grabs him and he gets the punch and mm-hmm. it goes through Jinpei and that's how Luffy gets the, the X on his it's chest. Nice. Yeah, it's because I kind of punched through Jinpei too, but he's a fish man and he can kind of move out of the way and then kill him, obviously. And then Luffy gets the postpartum mm-hmm. and Jimmy beats the shit out of him. Which, which, I was... yeah, which yeah, I like that part too because <laughs> Luffy... It looks like he's on the verge of just giving up. Yeah. And it's not until Jinpei, like, slaps the shit out of him, which I'm pretty sure Peralta wants to do to the kids. Oh, all the mm. time. But I I think that's important because, yeah. like, that's, like, Luffy's, like, grow up. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you need to understand that this isn't the end and that you've built your friendship around those people that he's not going to see for, like, the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think Jinpei becomes, like, this foster parent in between. But then they meet. <laughs> they meet again <laughs> at the post time skip for realsies this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty good. It is the Fishman Island arc is from 517 to 574. Everyone gets back together. Everyone gets back together. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part of that is when Luffy meets, uh, Al- not Alkiji's, um, Kizaru's nephew, the the guy with the bowl cut. Because at first, when they first he, when he first fights him, he was like, "I'm not officially a marine, but I'm gonna kick your ass, buddy." Yeah. And Luffy's like, "Yeah, sure you are." And then he gets his ass kicked. And he's like, "Oh shit, never mind. You you are gonna kick my ass." <laughs> so this time around, my favorite scene is the guy sending the Kuma clones, the uh-huh. PX five seven or whatever, to go fuck up Luffy. Any one shots it. No problem. That is my favorite scene. Is this when the mermaid comes in? No, the mermaid came in earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, gee. That's the reason why Luffy punches the celestial dragons yeah. because they capture her Got and they're going to sell her. No, but the giant mermaid. No, that that <laughs> it is this one, but it's in Fishman Island. Like actually yeah. when they get to Fishman Island because okay. Ray Lee coats the thousand sunny because the only way you can get a Fishman Island. Island then they dive in. Uh-huh. Got it. Uh-huh. And you can kind of see where everyone's two years of training comes in because Usab got sent to an island full of food and got yeah. half fat. And then he's like, I got to get buff for, for Luffy. Because uh-huh. <laughs> when everyone saw that Ace died, they knew how much how, how much that meant to Luffy, which is weird because timeline wise, really anything. They, they, they have not hung out that long. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even think it's been like, I think people have said like if you were to do an episode is a day, they were probably together for maybe a year at most mm-hmm. as a year and they've been separated for two mm-hmm. they've been t- separated longer they've been together right but think about the fact that they had that agreement to get back together after mm-hmm. two years it doesn't matter that they weren't together for two years those two years they're they're still thinking about each other they're yeah. still planning on this thing so that's still carrying through yeah, so everyone gets the little training thing Usopp got hella buff <laughs> mm-hmm uh, Chopper learned some actual martial arts and he learned that he doesn't need to take the rumble fruits no more. He mm-hmm. can just do it himself. Zoro just got buffer, mm-hmm. just got stronger. Uh, Sanji got sent to an island full of gay trans. Trans? Trans. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're gay. Ivankov can change his sex whenever yep. he wants. But yeah, he got sent there to learn better cooking and also to learn skywalking. So yep. now he can do the things that Luchi was able to do. Nami just got trained in uh, how to predict the weather more mm-hmm. accurately. Create Became more a meteorologist. Weather. Yeah. With the stick. <laughs> uh, Nico Robin actually meets uh, Luffy's dad because she joins the resistance. Mm-hmm. And she gets stuck in like russia <laughs> yeah yeah 
And well, they give her the option, hey, do you want to join? And she's like, nah, I got to get back to my crew. And that's when, yeah, she sees it. She's like, actually, I'll take you up on that. Uh, Frankie gets sent to in their world, like the greatest correct or <laughs> creator of all time, Vegapunk, mm-hmm. his, uh, his, his hometown. And so he becomes more of a cyborg. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, Luffy stays sort of in Amazon Lily, not really. He gets trained by Rayleigh for a little bit, and then he gets sent in this island just to hang out by himself and just live off the land. And Brooke becomes a famous person. Yes. yes. He's the one that had the least training. <laughs> But he's also the oldest, oldest. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's when they get back together. And then, as you said, uh, the big mermaid, Shirohoshi, when they go to Fishman Island, and then they find the third poneglyph that Nico Robin reads, and they find out that Shirohoshi was predicted to, years ago, that there was going to be a mermaid that is going to have the power to control the sea kings. I think that's what they're yeah. called, like the mm-hmm. sea monsters. The sea monsters. Yeah, the big old ones. And it just happens to be Shirohoshi. Yeah, because you can talk to them, right? Mm-hmm. They can communicate with her. And it's funny because Shirohoshi Hella reminds me of Brittany because how much she cries. <clears throat> like, Shirohoshi. Yeah. Oh. And then the big hair. And you learn about, like, her mom's purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and you just hear about these celestial dragons. And, and then Jinpei struggles mm-hmm. about being worse than slaves because they're fish people. There's a human part to mm-hmm. it with fish. Yeah. Well, his, her mom tries to, like, make an alliance with people, humans and fishmen and be like, hey, look, we're equal. We bleed just like you guys. Yeah. The only difference is, yeah, we have some fish parts. <laughs> yeah. I think this was the time I watched it when, <laughs> I guess, timing wise, when our American society was having issues with yeah. police riots. Because mm-hmm. I was watching this. I watched this way later than mm-hmm. these episodes actually ever appeared. Um, and I think I had texted my sister like, man, people just need to watch anime to fucking get the idea of how fucked up we are. <laughs> like, I literally think I texted her that because mm-hmm. I was just like, if people just watch this and just understand the whole concept, mm-hmm. then why are we replicating these stupid things? But that's mm-hmm. just a side note. <laughs> anime will teach you stuff, period. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, and this is also when you officially get Jinbei to join the crew, but he doesn't join yet. Yeah. And then you also get mention of another emperor. He says emperor. he's going to once he finishes. The stuff with Big yeah. Mom. And then that's when you get introduced to Big Mom's voice, and Luffy's like, Fishman's Island is mine. And she's like, what? <laughs> no. And he's like, I'm going to go there and kick your ass if you don't <laughs> leave these people alone. Because before uh, Whitebeard was controlling Fishman Island. But now that he's gone... It's it, a free-for-all. Yeah, now they can grab it. And then you also find out that Blackbeard becomes the new emperor and he has some weird ability that he was able to steal Whitebeard's devil fruit after he kills Whitebeard because he's the one that lands the final blow. And in the lamest way, he just gets... He shoots the fuck out of Whitebeard. Fishman Island, it's worthy to watch, but the villain is kind of trash. Hardy Jones, mm-hmm. he was kind of just like an angrier Arlong. Pretty much. Uh-huh. And then after that, <laughs> we have the Desiros arc, which is definitely the longest arc. It's from 591 to 625, and then there's a little bit of filler, and then it goes from 629 to 746. Is the, it's the longest saga thing, because at first you have Punk Hazard, where... You end up going, they end up going to where Akainu and Aokiji have their fight mm-hmm. and it just fucks up the island because they were just real mad. Yeah. One side is ice and the other side is just lava. Mm-hmm. Uh, You get 
introduce to Doflamingo again. These first couple of arcs after the time skip, there's not really much. The villain is Caesar. Nothing real crazy happens. Yeah. It, it just kind of seems like it's all setting. It's like they're going through the tutorial again. It's really about it for Punk Hazard. Yeah. After that, you do have Desarosa, which they meet Doflamingo. Mm-hmm. And this whole Spain shit and how, why um, Caesar was so worried about the smile factor being destroyed is because Dof- you end up finding out that Doflamingo is a underworld seller, not mm-hmm. underground, of uh, artificial devil fruits. Mm-hmm. And he's selling them to Kaido and you're just like, who the fuck is this Kaido dude? And it's just a whole thing. And then for whatever reason, Doflamingo ends up having uh, Ace's devil fruit. Yeah. And there was a whole arena. Whoever wins gets to get the devil fruit. And Luffy joins because it's like, I can't have no one else eat, have my brother's devil fruit. So I have to win it. And then, I don't know, a lot of people were thinking like, oh, if he wins it, maybe he'll give it to Sanji or maybe Zoro, make them even stronger. And then he doesn't win. He doesn't win because he ends up finding out. But who wins, Sal? Sabo. Sabo. His brother. Yeah, This is is literally up to where I've seen. I've (laughs) seen... Or I, I've gotten up to this part where st- fucking surprise, Sabo's alive and now he can he got he got fire stuff. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I know. I, I've got no <laughs> yeah. <condition. laughs> He uh, fights Doflamingo, and this is also the first time you get introduced to Gear Four. And a lot of people, when it initially came out, were really disappointed in how Gear Four looks like. Yeah. I don't. I think Gear 4 looks fine. It's a combination of Gear 3rd and Gear 2nd. Yep. Gear 4 Bound Man. From there, we get to the current saga that we are now, which is Zoe. You end up finding out there's another species on this on their <laughs> giant world because the, the One Piece world, I think, has like seven moons or some shit like that. Something like that. And uh, it's a mink people, so they're like furries, but not furries, because they're actual animals that don't eat. They don't eat meat unless it's fish or lizards. I think that's like the only meat they eat. I mean, don't look at me. I don't know. <laughs> I think they don't. They don't eat anything that has fur because they have fur, and yeah. that's like cannibalism, I guess. Uh, and then you. I, guess I mean, it's like close. the opposite of what we do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is like too close to them. It's like if we ate a monkey, you'd be like, yeah, yeah. I guess there's nothing wrong with eating a monkey, but like there feels like there's something wrong with eating a monkey. So for Zoe is from 751 to 779. This is when they're not an elephant, right? Yeah, they're on the big ass <laughs> elephant. They end up finding out more about the Poneglyphs on and why they're so important because now the emperors are trying to gather them up. To find the One Piece. So now it seems like, oh shit, you really do need the Poneglyphs to get to the One Piece. So good job. Good thing we picked up Nico Robin <laughs> mm-hmm. all these years ago. <laughs> not really years, but yeah. it feels like years. <laughs> well, it is. We had the 20th anniversary not that long ago. After Zoe, we have Mama. Whole Cake Island, which it's finally they get to Big Mom because Sanji gets, he doesn't get taken away. He goes willingly from Zoe to Whole Cake Island because now you find out about Sanji's actual backstory, not the first <laughs> one that you know, but his actual one. And you end up finding out that he comes from the Germa family, which is rival to Vegapunk in technology. His dad, Judge Ver- <laughs> Judge Vinsmoke, makes some badass shit. And you end up finding out that Sanji is a science project almost him and his brother his family his brothers his brother and his sister all of them have been augmented they're like the incredibles yeah 
They're like uh, <laughs> ants, sort of, because they have an exoskeleton, but his dad made it so they have no emotion. So they'll just follow the orders without being like, that doesn't feel right, dad. But what made Sanji different is his mom was like, no, fuck that. I want I want one of these kids to be a normal kid. So she took some medicine or she didn't take the medicine. And Sanji became the, yeah. the outlier. Yeah, he became the, the outcast because he wasn't as fast or strong as his brothers. And he was nice because he actually had feelings. And that's also where he started to cook and why he wants... He had some knowledge of cooking, but that's why he was able to cook when he met Zeph. It's because he was already like, oh, my mom is sick and I can make her food. And she says it's the best, even though it looks like trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have the big fight between uh, Luffy and Katakuri. And then you also get another version of Gear 4, which is Snake Man, which is more of like a speedier, agile version than Bound Man. Then, then the last arc that we have is the uh, Rivery arc. I don't know why it's called Livery, unless that's how it's called in the anime, but in the manga it was Rivery because every, I forget how many, if it was five years or ten years, all of the kings and emperors from the world get together. It's like the UN. Yeah, and they get together and they talk about shit, <laughs> about what's going down in the world and what can the world government do and the celestial dragons do to help people. Even though they don't care. Yeah, they don't care at all. And all of them are talking about the Straw Hats and how they've been impacting the world because you have sure Hoshi go up there. You have Vivi going up there, you know, saying good things about them. And some some crazy ass shit happens that we have no clue what actually goes down. But Sabo's there. Yes, the resistance is there, but we don't know what the fuck happens. No, that will come probably later on. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> maybe after Wano we see what happens, but some shit hits the fan there. And then we are left with this big ass straw hat that no one knows still what the fuck that's about. And and after that, you're, you got Wano Kuni and that's the most current arc. So that, that was it for the, the one piece <laughs> that, part, yes. the, the, the long ass part. So the reviews that we have today, I can't remember the vampire name. Okay, so we're going to be starting off with, I keep wanting to call it the Nosferatu Project, but that was the name of the first episode. The actual show is Irina Vampire Cosmonaut. There we go. And it's uh, about the USSR in the 50s. Uh, sending uh, the dog Laika into space, it dying, and them going, we can't do that to a human just yet. Let's get a vampire. <laughs> so that that's straight up what it's about? Yeah, yeah that's actually... that's. I'm not fucking with you. That's, no. that's the plot. That is the uh, plot. And uh, she gets... Uh, trained. Trained by a person who was sort of kicked out of the training program because mm. of their, their sort of hot temper. But they sort of develop a friendship. It kind of seems like they're going to bang at some point. Yeah. Uh, and and he sort of just the interesting thing to me is it's drawn like a very dramatic anime, but it's it's totally very goofy. Yeah, very slice of life. Yeah, there's a lot of like you know there's a, there's a whole episode of him trying to get her uh, used to going down a zip line. Yes, and him just like <laughs> kicking her down and her <laughs> fucking swinging through. Uh, there's a lot of her being like these goddamn humans. Uh, don't know shit about us mm-hmm. vampire Vampires. folk <laughs> uh it was actually uh the first episode when they're explaining that she's a vampire it reminded me of uh do you guys ever watch the the mel brooks 
Dracula movie? No. So same guy who did um, Spaceballs and he did, no. I mean, he did a lot of those movies. He did Blazing Saddles and stuff. Uh, he did a, a honestly pretty faithful adaptation of the movie Dracula. He just made it a comedy. But there's a scene and it's, it's my favorite thing in it where uh, one of the main characters from Dracula, Jonathan Harker, is going into the tomb of this girl that he really likes, Lucy. Uh, and he's he's in there with Abraham Van Helsing, who is the guy who hunts vampires. And he goes in and he sees her in the coffin and he goes, oh, my God, she's dead. And Van Helsing goes, no, she isn't. She's alive? No, she's Nosferatu. <laughs> she's Italian? <laughs> <laughs> that movie's so fucking great. And that was like a lot of the kind of humor that I was like seeing in this, not quite directly as parody Mm -hmm. but like a lot of this like quarter turn off of what we know about vampires yeah so it's just like how how can we take this thing that we know about vampires and then kind of make it a joke and i like this one i watched all three of them and uh i actually i got like halfway through the fourth episode before realizing that i was watching the fourth episode and i was like wait no never mind i don't have to watch this but yeah but i like it i thought it was good the the three that we watched i liked them all but this one was the weakest one for me Mm mm-hmm uh, it's very slice of life. I feel like our friend Adrian will like it because that's just he's a Russia boo. He just yeah. had a real hard <laughs> yeah, on no. for Russia. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, it's a good slice of life. Yeah, I like it. I like it too. It's, we can't really say much because it's just the, the title is the anime. You just, yeah. yeah. I mean, what just, I described, the USSR yeah. sending a vamp- training a vampire to be sent into space is very much mm-hmm. the whole plot. I think mm-hmm. my only thing is I watched the dub and I think the like person that's supposed to check her like physically i think that's the voice actress for the stupid little thing in genshin the little flying annoying Klee? thing the, the whatever the fuck the <laughs> little flying thing is is it clee i think so it, God it damn, gave, i gotta watch it, it gave again. me because because she yes she reminded me of something i was like i've heard this voice before. yeah it, that's my first thought was like genshin it might be clee i don't it, know maybe i don't know but that annoying can't confirm or thing. deny that yeah but I'll have to check. But uh, do you have anything it. to say for this one? Uh, all the, all three that we watched, I've actually enjoyed them all. Yeah. I don't know if I like... Because I chose good ones and like Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no. I always choose at random. I just... Yeah. Most of the I mean, time I, I get lucky. I would have never picked it because the title kind of tells you what it is. And I'm yeah. not into like, okay, Russia... Yeah, if I would have heard cosmonaut vampire, it would have been like... Yeah, I don't know about that. But it is funny. I think um, they go through the whole, this is not what a vampire does kind Mm -hmm. of scenarios, which is entertaining. I think what would make it more entertaining is to see what happens with the guy. I Mm -hmm. don't remember his name, but what he chooses to do because it's a little bit mysterious of like, does he like her? Does he not like her? Why is he not in the program anymore? Mm -hmm. Like, the fuck did you do? He obviously cared about the dog, so yeah. <laughs> Maybe he tried to save the dog. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did get that vibe where he just like kind of want to bang her, and I think it might have just been the years. And then when he's like, "Oh, she's a vampire," it didn't seem like to be like, "Well, now I don't want to fuck her." It just kind of like, "Well, now I want to fuck her even harder." <laughs> yeah, that's I I got that vibe too. Where she's mm. like, okay, now I'm even. And then more it was like super, super awkward when she was like eating a jelly bean or whatever the fuck it was. Like it was showing. No, you... it wasn't a jelly. I forget. Whatever like, the popping fuck things. it was. Soda pop. No, no, it was like the weird. Those she little... put it on toast. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I... It was so weird that they they were like they were showing you all all the angles inside mm-hmm. the mouth, outside the mouth, this corner of the mouth. I, I like... mean, I think that was to to 
reinforced because like that that you see that scene before you're you're explained like oh it's not actually the flavor uh-huh. they don't have any any taste buds mm-hmm. so so apparently yeah they <laughs> they can't taste flavor it's, it's texture uh-huh. for her it's texture and temperature that she likes and then so retroactively go okay that that's what that scene was about it was yeah. about showing how she's enjoying it from like a different perspective. yeah from a different perspective than we do yeah but i liked it I'd i liked recommend it too it. So i would i would recommend this to adrian yeah a solid like a, a seven yeah. a seven out of ten and i would recommend it to people who like slice of life yeah i don't know if this was my type of slice of life i think it's more like a vampire romance uh-huh. like in if you russia. like vampires watch it if you're yeah. interested in like if you like russia too yeah. yeah. If you want to see some historical fiction about the USSR in the 1950s sending a vampire into space, if that sounds interesting to you, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Very detailed. Yeah. yeah. But you know, just in case you've ever had that thought, <laughs> you now you've got something there. Are curious what else you could shoot up to space. Yeah. So moving on from that one, we have, uh, what was it? Fruit of Evolution? Fruit of Evolution. Fruit of Evolution. Yeah. That one I like too. Uh, I'm going to get this out of the way. The question everyone is wondering, did he clap Gorilla Cheeks? Because it kind of looked like he did. I'm pretty sure he did. I think he did too. I'm pretty sure he clapped Gorilla Cheeks and then it turned into a girl. And I don't know if he was excited about that. (laughs) So before you're wondering, like, what the fuck you mean? So this is an isekai. Mm -hmm. So uh, the main protagonist is essentially Jacob. Yeah. (laughs) Uh fat no one likes <laughs> smells bad oh my god <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just not... sucks as a human yeah pretty much. So, so not jacob entirely no but... is jacob your friend jacob's my cousin yeah. <laughs> and, and, i was like that's not his name but i'm gonna just <laughs> and that's aj's brother yeah oh, yes, one, of our, one of our one of our biggest supporters <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, the the main character is, is not Jacob. Got it? Okay, it's not Jacob. Excuse, we'll just cut that out. No, I won't. <laughs> I know you won't. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the main character not not well liked initially. That's what yeah. is shown. But um, they all gets into a different world. And oh my God, yeah, <laughs> even God noticed that no one likes him. Mm-hmm so much that he's like i'm gonna give you an extra special skill that only you get for for just being here for just participating guy yeah. because they look at his stats before they get transferred and he had like one in everything mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the smell meter which is like why was that added and then yeah he just wakes up in a in a different world and he just does isekai stuff yeah and he's, then he meets a pink gorilla yeah, he eats some fruits first, and then mm-hmm. he meets some gorilla, and then he's like, "Oh dang!" When after he eats the fruit, he like starts to change, and he's like, "Look, I'm not now. I'm not gross no more." Mm-hmm. But he still has the odor, and um, he just keeps going on. And yeah, he meets this gorilla, and the gorilla fights him, and then out of nowhere, the gorilla's like, "Dang, you're pretty strong. You want to get married?" <laughs> and the dude's like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" And then she just keeps coming on to him, and he's like, "God damn!" Goddamn gorilla, you're a gorilla, I'm a man. They just wouldn't work. But what this anime teaches you is if you persevere long enough, <laughs> you'll eventually get that person you're chasing. Right. <laughs> of course, you got to let them clap your cheeks first. <laughs> then he saves the gorilla. Yeah, he saves <laughs> Well, no, the gorilla saves him. Oh, yeah. And the, the gorilla <laughs> is dying where it's like, oh, can you smile for me? 
<laughs> and he does, and he, that's when he realizes, he's like, damn, this gorilla really cared about me. Because it, it would feed me after I would tell it no. Mm. It let me clap its gorilla cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is just fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? To be honest, I wish they would have kept the gorilla as she as was. As gorilla? Yes. It would have made things so much funnier. But then her sacrifice lets her evolve into an actual human. And then now he just has the, the girl. And it kind of seems he kind of is like, God damn it. I'm married too soon. <laughs> then he meets another girl and he immediately is like titties. But they're together too. Yeah. He can, he's, uh, what is that word? Polygamy? Where they marry? Yeah, there you go. He got permission to do yeah. that from Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> so he's good. I guess. <laughs> so if anything sounds interesting to you, it is called Fruit of Evolution. Fruit of Evolution, yeah. This one I, was. I liked it. This one's probably my least favorite one out of I all liked of them. it. I just wish they would have kept the gorilla angle. Oh, if God. they would have, ke- it would have just made it funnier because it would have. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she can go back. Yep, can she? Yeah, I think third episode she like I don't know what she turns back into a gorilla for but like sure. a brief second. Does she? I'm pretty sure. And then she's like, I can do this, and then she flips back as the girl. Really? I'm pretty sure. Because they all level up Mm because he breaks, he opens that whatever, and then she can level up too. All of a sudden, it allows her to go back. I think it's like a Dragon Ball thingy where it's just like, (laughs) I'm I'm not a monkey, but now I'm a monkey, but now I'm not a monkey. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Was that at the end of the episode? Are you sure? Although I did watch ahead, so maybe it was ahead. My bad. I think that might be ahead because it was just like, (laughs) no, in the third episode, they meet the white haired girl, Mm -hmm. and the guy was, and she was like, I guess you guys can stay with me. Mm hmm. To spoilers from Peralta. Sorry, because I had. Bang. You told me to watch, but I had already watched this like the previous week, and then I just kept watching it as like Damn, background bro. noise. So now we. My know. bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, now that poses the question: Does he bang in her human form or the gorilla form? <laughs> that Maybe I don't know. know. Maybe he really liked them gorilla cheeks. Who knows? <laughs> But oh, I like this one. I would I would give it a solid seven. Yeah, I'd probably give this one like a six. I would recommend this to anyone who likes isekai. That has Same, yeah. That it, it's not a super serious one. It no. is it is almost like Konosuba, where it's very goofy. Mm-hmm. Goofy with like innuendos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't recommend it to a child. No, but I mean, I also wouldn't recommend Konosuba to a child. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, the, the last, last one. one. <laughs> His ranking of the king. Yeah, ranking of kings. I which, like the one the most. Which concerns uh, a prince who is a little boy who uh, cannot hear, nor can he speak, probably? Well, he's deaf and mute. Mm-hmm. So, so he, Supposedly. He, he makes he, sounds. Yeah, he, he get a mute. No, a deaf person can learn to speak. They just don't know what word sounds like. Like, they can't form it yeah. because they can't hear it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the only reason why I say probably is because you have that moment later with his mom where she's kind of like, I thought he wouldn't be able to understand mm-hmm. what the we step-mom? were saying. Yeah, the stepmom. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is weird that people. I've met a couple of deaf people, and they they have told me that they they do read your lips, and that's mm. why it just trips me out when people are like they read lips, and it's just like, oh, of course, you know, they got to do something. Yeah, if you yeah. if you don't no sign language or if you don't have a pen and paper they can just have to make out mm-hmm. from what i told is that they look for the vowels because vowels are easier to point out in people's mm-hmm. mouths when they when they use them not just but i'm pretty sure like you see you see somebody say hello enough times you, you can kind of recognize the shape mm-hmm. 
that the mouth in the it might not be that they they can read every word you say but they might be able to read enough of them that they can mm-hmm. glean what you're saying yeah so yeah this one like chris says about a prince and his thing is he wants to be the greatest king yeah of all time yeah downside is yeah as does probably every king throughout history <laughs> and the, the downside is he's both deaf and mute yeah so it's kind of hard to rule if you can't talk and hear and it's just his struggles of everyone just picking on him because he can't hear and talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he meets a little shadow person. A little shadow demon. Who, who is voiced by Sungwon Cho, which is really weird for me because I'm used to watching his like YouTube videos where he's like, oh, this is the board game for the week. Here's how you play this <laughs> board game. Here's all the flavors of Doritos. And then I yeah. ate five Doritos and now I'm sick. <laughs> like, I'm used to that content from him. And I know he'd occasionally do, like, voiceovers for some mobile games and <gasps> and, and some YouTube cartoons. And, and then I put this one on and it's just, like, so obviously it's not one show. It's just, like, I can't not hear it as him. So for, like, the third episode, I switched to Japanese so that way I could focus on the episode. <laughs> Yeah, I like this one a lot. I showed my girlfriend. She liked it a lot too. Yeah, I would. I will say that in the second episode, he fights his half younger brother. Yeah. And for a sec, I, when he first picked it up, I thought he was being the older brother and being like, "Oh, my my younger brother just got his ass kicked. Let me lose. <laughs> yeah. To make him feel better. But no, homeboy was actually he knows what to do. And I hate. Yeah. It turns out that he's he's not good at hitting. He's good at dodging though, because uh-huh. they show that he also gets like jumped by a shit ton of snakes and he just fucking dip yeah. duck dodge dive the fuck out of there and he's well liked these people just he's just a nice dude he, yeah he purposely mm-hmm. kept letting the this demon person steal all his clothes mm-hmm. because the demon guy could actually hear what he's saying and then they, they were talking and yeah they could understand each other very well and that's the first time that he probably has interacted with someone Who without having yeah <laughs> This is very good. And who one. can talk to him? One who can talk to him without treating him like yeah, like, like he's different. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. This yeah. is one that will make you mad if you don't like stuff. I'm pretty sure most people don't like to watch stuff. People getting taken advantage of. Yeah. Or belittled. So yeah. this one or bedridden kings turning into giant shadow demons. Yeah. So if you don't is, like that, it'll probably make you mad too. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely one that I feel like most people, if they watch it, they're going to be like, yeah, this is cool. This kid's badass. Mm-hmm. Doesn't let the fact that this shit is weighing him down. But when he starts getting like belittled and ridiculed, everyone's like, God damn it. Yeah. Where's the AK? <laughs> <laughs> I like this one a lot, though. Yeah, this one's solid nine for me. I would recommend oh, this. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, it's solid nine. It has a very, like, Cran Shin-Chan kind of art style to it. It reminds me a little bit of Asteroid Boy. Mm. I don't yeah, know yeah, clue why, yeah. yeah. Well, out of the three, when you send it to me, visually, I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to like this visually. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the first one I watched because, like, I I really thought, like, mm, I'm not going to like this, so let mm-hmm. me watch it first. But then I was like, wait, I actually like this one. I was like, damn it. And yeah. then and then I felt bad for him because I was like, these yeah. fucking, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, that was like literally like, are we all that stupid? Yeah. Um. But I felt bad because he was literally like, I'm hiding it. And then you uh-huh. see him like change his clothes and you, he just starts crying. And then the little shadow person's like, damn. Yeah. Damn these people for <laughs> fucking with this damn kid. I'd be like, God damn, bring me me mallet. <laughs> But yeah, I actually enjoyed it. And then they talked about the mom. Yeah. Who isn't who's stepmom. a stepmom. But mm-hmm. 
And then, but then it's questionable because you're like, do you even like this kid? Do you not yeah, like this kid? Yeah, she comes off at first like she's a bitch, but yeah. then you end up finding out she's been the one that heals him. Yeah. So it's like, why if, do you, yeah, do you like him or not? Because <laughs> at first before she, it makes sense. I'm not a mom, clearly. I'm a dude. Yeah. But it makes sense why you would choose your own child mm-hmm. over your stepkid. Because I've been in that situation where like I've been someone's stepkid. And you you can see the difference. Like, it's clear as day. Mm-hmm. As soon as her kid was actually born, she's like, all right, I don't care about you no more. Mm-hmm. You're not I'm even my kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I can I get how the mom is like, oh, shit. Well, now I don't know what to do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I haven't been there, but I've been part of that dynamic where it's just like, ah, oh, shit. But yeah, I enjoyed this one, surprisingly. Yeah, I enjoyed this one a lot. But that's it. We're all tired. We're going to be skedaddling. So <laughs> so catch us again next time at Nakama. But thank you for having me. I think that's first and foremost. Yeah, um, you're great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you all for listening. You can find us at nakamapod.com. That will be linked in the show notes. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, at Nakamapod. So thank you all for listening. Bye.